Hello. The All American Savage Show. Can I help you? Hello. Hi. I'd like to speak to John, please. You got him. John, hi. This is Brittany Griner. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I don't appreciate the way you boys are talking about me. I'm a goddamn American hero. I'm a proud black tramp. I mean, lesbian woman that's fighting the good fight. And I'll tell you motherfuckers one thing. If I find you two on the street, I'm going to clap those cheeks. And oh, by the way, that hobo chili recipe, <laughs> he's a all fucking poor skin. Later, bitches. <laughs> There's a wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that'll talk and we'll go for a walk is a hope of Janice and Jen. And mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, there's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed that amazing, amazing song, that's uh, that's a Canadian crooner on Rumble. Um, personal friend, this guy is really good. You can go give him a follow. Apparently, he's going to be dropping some more holiday-themed music. And it's got that kind of, um, what would you call that? Old-timey? I mean, Old-timey, yeah. I like it. Classic. I like it. It sounds good. It's That's chill. It sounds it's, really good. Yeah. It's relaxing. It's one of those. It's one of those songs that you can kind of just uh, get out a pipe and uh, <laughs> glass. Of- Which kind of pipe, Josh? <laughs> Which kind of pipe are we talking about here? Crack pipe. I mean, get a nice crack pipe. Get a nice and, crack uh, pipe and listen. No, that was actually really good. So again, uh, if you want to go follow him, it is Canadian Crooner on Rumble. Really good. He's got more music coming out. Go give him a follow. Go show him some love. A matter of fact, here is the link if you want to go check it out. Um, and again, really like it. Great intro song. Yeah. Very great intro song. Go show him some love. He's Canadian. So, I mean, hey. we can forgive that. Eh? Eh? Listen to the tunes, you hoser. Nah. Big, uh, big thank you. Very, yeah. R- Renee Russ in the chat says, very 1940s sound. I dig that. I dig that. That's good. Hey, well, as you know, folks, first thing to do once we open up the stream, hit that thumbs up button. Help us with the uh, algorithm. Get us into the uh, getting us in. Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. Yeah, it's Friday. Great. I'm just gonna be. <laughs> John's high again. John's in the eggnog again. Oh, uh, it's going to be a great show today. We've got Amory King calling out, calling in roughly in about uh, 13 minutes to discuss the Britney Grenier 
And the great thing about this is I've explained to Amory, he's like, we're uncensored. So you can say whatever the hell you want to say. You don't have to limit yourself. You don't have to hold back for the fear of being censored. Here on Rumble, they're very good about laying, letting you say whatever it is that you want to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful and appreciative to that for that. So uh, on today's um, show, we're going over the Twitter files part deux. Oh, more dropped. Elon is just... Opening the Pandora's box of political toxicity and manipulation and corruption. And you're getting actual receipts. And then we're going to watch the actual exchange of Brittany Grenier and uh, the Merchant of Death, who is responsible for killing Americans. You know, it's almost a little sad to see these Democrats scrambling to try to defend make this. excuses oh, yeah. and defend yeah. all um, this. I'm going to take a stance today that communist. I think a lot of people probably are not actually thinking about. Because right now we are using Brittany Grenier to juxtapose uh, the Marine or uh, the other, the teacher, and I've got their names, but I want to delve more into this because I feel like the majority of us are getting this wrong. It's, we can approach and discuss what Biden has done and the ramifications and what Biden should have done and also what Trump should have done. And I feel like we need to take a different approach to this because like I said, I feel a lot of people are just getting this wrong. And to just give you a quick synopsis, they shouldn't have traded Brittany Grenier for either of those, either of them. And here's the reason why. We traded an arms dealer an international arms dealer, regardless if we traded that arms dealer for a Marine who, by the way, was dishonorably discharged or that American school teacher that was caught with half a pound of medicinal marijuana, that's not an even trade. Mm -hmm. It's not. I'm I'm just going to say it. So when you see liberals try and counter you with this, and I guess we'll just go ahead and get into this. When you see liberals try and counter you with this, it's like, well, you know, what did Trump do? Nothing as he should have. If they wanted, if they wanted uh, like us to release the merchant of death, then you got to give us something of equal value on the table. And I'm sorry, a disgraced Marine, regardless of what he did, that's no, just no. I was like, you got to give me something better it's or like at least handing more. over the devil himself. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I just feel like you pointed out yesterday, this guy's. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's, fu- he's he's fueled he's, wars all over um, the world. But I mean, so is the government. So, But still, I mean, he's solely responsible for the death of thousands and thousands, if not millions of people. Yeah. Well, you know, he does have a point, though. If it ain't him, it's somebody. Well, it's, it's know, him. I know. It's, <laughs> that's, that's not <laughs> an excuse. Yeah, yeah it's you. That one. But when I sit back and I look at this and I keep seeing the back and forth on both sides, I like discussing what Biden did and why it's a bad thing. Yeah. Now, in reality, what should have been done is what Trump did, which was nothing. Yeah. Until you bring something of equal or better value to the table— no, because honestly, you cannot just look at this one-sided in the sense of like, well, at least we got an American home. No, again, once again, Americans are being insanely short-sighted and you're just looking at the here and now. We got an American back, but who did we release and what are they going to continue to do? Again, the Obama exchange for the piece of shit Bergdahl, five Taliban head leaders that were immediately escorted right back to the battlefield and helped kill more Americans. Yeah. So yes, great. You got your, your Brittany Grenier back, who, by the way, that's a dude. That is a dude. I don't know. I, I just saw watched that picture. The video. I saw I that wa- picture that you were talking about with like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call him he mm-hmm. with a shirt a dude. on. That is a dude. I think it is. Yeah. I think you might and be then on there, buddy. I watched the video of Brittany Grenier, which I'm going to show you all the video of Brittany Grenier being exchanged. And you see them uh, disgusted. Like they tell him, it's like, you know what's going on. You hear him respond. That's a dude. <laughs> that's what they said. That's a, no, it's just you can hear. It's like uh, I'm really happy to be back. It's like holy shit. Uh, yeah, I'm just that, glad that's to be a back trans in the man. Yeah, that, that's a dude. I think honestly, I'll be <laughs> real. Like I, I just I feel like when you watch that, you see the Adam's apple. You hear the voice, masculine features. You know, probably on hormones. Maybe, maybe. 
Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's, that's a dude. You're a dude. I'm a dude. <laughs> we're all dudes. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking more about that. Uh, we'll be taking some calls too here in the soon to be future. But, uh, bro, it's just it's insane to me that everybody on the left, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people on the left are just celebrating this. Like, oh, we got we got Brittany Grenier back, and I, I'm 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 fine with being. Um, I know you get these idiots. They're like, if what if you uh, are a pro lifer and yeah. you don't like that Brittany Grenier has come back, then yep. uh, you know don't say anything about abortion. I'm like, uh, what, uh, <sighs> bro? Look, bro. You're against uh, gun. Gun laws or one yeah. more gun laws, but don't see anybody guns. Uh, exactly. I you mean, just handed over right. a massive drug or arms dealer. So now it's like, come on. Like, y- they, they will go back on their stances when it involves a gay black man or woman. Like, and here's the thing. You cannot deny this is the reason why. And here's the proof. The teacher, um, for those that don't know, this story broke yesterday, and I did my best to kind of get it out there to my following to show them um, the hypocrisy of this Biden administration and this prisoner swap they did. His name is, uh, one second, let me find it. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I know, like I don't. I don't memorize a lot of this stuff. Um, his name is Mark Fogel. Now, Mark Fogel is an American school teacher who uh, uh, quite some time ago, I think 11 months ago, was caught in Russia coming in with half a uh, pound, I think, of medicinal marijuana, which was prescribed to him in America, but it's still illegal in Russia. He's been locked up for 11 months. This guy is white. He's been there longer than Brittany Grenier. Very similar arrest. Now they're going to say, well, you know, Brittany Grenier only had like one or two vials of cannabis oil. He had half a pound. Okay, fine. But you're still leveraging an arms dealer. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, the, the amount of marijuana, I'm sorry, that doesn't even compare to weapons being used to kill other people. That doesn't even compare. So it's a very one-sided trade. But again, the Biden administration did this because they got themselves a gay black woman, and they think that's going to score them more votes. And it will, because by and far, black liberals are some of the most easily manipulated people out there I've ever fucking seen. Because white liberals, they puppet dance them left and right. They keep them poor, they keep them coming back, and they throw them these little morsels, these little crumbs of like, oh, look how the elite rich white man loves you people so much. That's not true. That's not true at all. But you fall victim to this. And I already see it on Twitter. All the black liberals out there. Oh, oh, you see. Thank you, Joe Biden. Defiant dad, Brooklyn douchebag. Same thing. Uh, you know, this, it's like you just released a guy that has killed the, more Americans. Yeah. But she's an Olympic medal. Like, who gives a fuck? This is their job. Yeah. That's their job. They're paid. Yeah. And promote this propaganda. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that they believe half the stuff they're they're spitting out. I don't think so either. You know, I don't like, think so either. Gotta go collect a paycheck. Way to go, Biden. Listen to uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary. And guys, listen through the words. Listen to what she's saying. Differently given the nature, treat Paul Whelan. Differently given the nature of the totally illegitimate charges they have levied against Paul. Unfortunately, the choice became to either bring... Brittany home or no one no one as the president said this morning he will he will never stop working to secure Paul's release and return home and he will not give up on a personal note Brittany is more than an athlete more than an Olympian she is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color there you go there you go. Yeah. 
the joke. She tries covering it up with these insane charges or she should never been. Det- that doesn't matter. You broke Russian law. She knew what she was doing. And no, I don't agree with a lot of these blue check influencers on the right that she's still an American. I don't care. These, these are the same people out there that want to that, that sit there and tell you from their ivory towers where they're sponsored by GOP conservatives and the big names out there, the same ones that tell you, American rhinos are so weak, you're so weak, blah, 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 blah. Then why don't you grab your cojones and fucking stand up for America for once instead of like, well, you know, that being a national American, then that, you know, that exempts you from kind of any kind of repercussions when you travel to a country that you've been there for six fucking years mm-hmm. and you still break the law and you knew what would happen if you got caught. But no, being you're an American... Well, that, well, then, hey, all bets are off. No wonder the world looks as like American elitists because, again, we sit there and we coddle our own. Oh, it's okay if you go over to Russia and you bring some illegal drugs. We'll just bring you on back. Now, let me ask you this. Is she going to serve any time in America for breaking Russian law? No, she will not. No. So all these arguments, like, they should serve the time here. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because I got news for you. Laws over in other countries certainly don't apply to ours in many situations and circumstances. So you explain to me how somebody that, say, for example, goes to Iran and they don't want to wear a hijab and they get extradited back over here, are we putting them in prison? So, again, this is liberal ignorance. This is liberal stupidity. And I've seen a lot of conservatives spewing this bullshit, too. And I'm like, you nutless fucking wonders, boomer neocon motherfuckers. Do you think uh, ridiculous Zelensky and the Ukraines are just like watching oh my God. the Merchant of Death walk back into, <laughs> <laughs> into Russia? You know, you make a very good point it's there because like, uh, I guarantee what? this dude is going to start funneling more weaponry into oh, the Ukraine sh- war, and it ain't going to be just for the Russians. Yeah. It ain't going to be, because again... No. He's, he's back in business. He's back in business, He knew boys. he was going to get out of it. Looks like AK-47s are back on the menu, boys. Dude, 60 Minutes did a piece on this guy, like, yeah. I don't know, back in 2009 or mm-hmm. 2000, something like that. And uh, they're like, yeah, this is the worst human being in the entire world. Yeah. He is, like, yeah. the we worst the arms... show yesterday, yeah, yeah. He's the worst arms dealer ever. Yeah. And they go through all this footage of him, like... <clears throat> He had, like, a fleet of 60 jumbo jets that he could pinpoint where he would drop these weapons. Jesus. So he did that all over the world, Mm -hmm. all over Africa. Mm -hmm. I mean, the war-torn Sierra Leone. Yep. Uh, I mean, just... It's crazy. I love how (laughs) just... "Eh, I like how Karine Jean-Pierre is just kind of like, well, that's the only option they gave us. No, that's not. That uh, actually broke. Paul Whelan's lawyer came out and said, no, that's not true. Biden administration changed the negotiation... And then they said, okay, well, this is your only option now. It's Brittany Grenier or nobody. The Biden administration, yeah. he cannot broker a deal. He's so terrible. when they say things like, it was Brittany Grenier or nobody, um, then nobody. nobody. Yeah. That's called making a fucking deal. We got shafted. Now, I know instantly conservatives are going to go after this whole white Marine thing. I get it. I get it. But the Biden administration is trying to run... Uh, interference on this by saying it will you know he's facing more and more severe charges and liberals are over there already saying like well he was caught as a spy he knew what he was getting into when he signed up for it. so did britney grenier when she put the fucking weed in her suitcase you stupid liberal idiots you morons you sit there and you defend this because again at heart all you are you're really you're not idealists you're just contrarians as are many in the MAGA crowd. So let's call them both out for the ignorance they both display all the fucking time because you got no intellectual consistency whatsoever. Ugh, you fucking schmucks. You yeah. fucking schmucks. But anyway. I mean, I I think going after Americans who are stuck over in these countries and mm-hmm. prisons and stuff like that, you should there should be a continued yeah. dialogue with that, but not 
for the merchant of death. Fuck no. <laughs> and yeah, in the comments section, Saudis did get involved, but it's still, it's still you negotiating the deal by yeah. proxy of somebody else. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If the Saudis come back, just like, hey, um, uh, here's the deal. Uh, you're going to give up um, 20 bucks and all you're getting is a candy bar. It's like, um, no, that's not a good deal. That, that's not a good deal at all. Now, you can increase that to where it's like, okay, you're going to give up a million dollars and all you're getting is a gay black athlete that hates America. It's like, <clears throat> no, sorry, just not worth it. No, no. Mm -mm. Not going to happen. Not worth it. Not worth it, no. But I do love how Karine Jean Pierce says, she's more than an athlete. Is she? Really? W what else is she? Uh, drug smuggler. Drug smuggler. I mean, actually, the, I'm not even going to go down there because I don't fucking care. So I, I don't know. Who gives don't a shit care. about that? But just the idea of, like, like you said, I guarantee they can't even name the team she plays on. The state. Name me what state she played the again, yeah. basketball in. Yeah. Besides USA. Yep. <laughs> so, again, this was intersectional bingo for the Biden administration. You can't even hide it. And this is going to create more racism towards black people and the LGBT. Because, again, this is the premier example of black gay privilege in America. <gasps> oh, you can't censor me, Twitch. Sorry. I know you're not going to like to hear that. It's me. Fuck you, Elmo. <laughs> you can't censor me over here, you cuck lords. How, how are all your panelists doing? Hmm? Are all the black trans people like melting down over there? Because you got a heterosexual white dude? I thought about, Josh and I need to take a picture because I saw this photo that's on the Instagram. It's promoted thing like, shop black Asian owned businesses and a black Asian girl. You and I need to photo together like a black and white smile. It's like white veteran owned business. <laughs> and if that offends you. Cis white male. Cis white male. You're going to love it. We're going to do that today. We need to do that today. I'm all about <laughs> it. Let's fucking do it. This business is white owned. And it's, if that makes uh, you offended, I don't fucking care. I know. And it's we're, we're in winter now, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm extra white. <laughs> we're super There's, pasty. My tan is completely Ugh, gone. My Anglo-Saxon heritage is really showing through. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, What yeah. is uh, Amory? Yeah. Uh, he should be calling in soon. Let me text him real quick. Tell him to call in. Uh, there we go. Just hold him. Let's go ahead and shift over to the news. And here you've got um, the scene of Brittany Grenier being exchanged. That's the tall dude on the left right there. If you're watching on Rumble, that's the tall dude on the left with the red sweater or red jacket with the bald haircut. And there you got the merchant at that, the short dude with the mustache. Let's give this a look. Do you know how many files your employees have uploaded? Let's get through this ad real quick. Nobody gives a shit about this. 10 second ad. Oh, my God. I, I hate these things. I, I sincerely hate these things. <sighs> Penis. <laughs> okay, here we go. You got Brittany Grenier walking across the tarmac. Uh, that's a dude. That is such a dude. And then you see Merchant of Death. He's over there. Uh, his Russian counterpart gives him a good old hug. We're back in business, comrade. Welcome back. I know, look. And then they take. It goes right in for the bro hug. Like. Goes right in for the bro hug. And this oh. dude, oh yeah, he's a hero to them. Yep. Brittany Grenier goes over there. I think it's their Saudi Shaking counterparts, them. and they're just looking at this guy like, "What the fuck?" Like America got shafted on this deal. I know. I'm surprised he didn't like pull out a gun and hand it to him immediately. <laughs> Do you know how many files? Here do you oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Here's some vodka in the nine millimeter. Yeah. And then you got Brittany Grenier Let's go here. Go shoot some Ukraine. Oh my god. Uh, listen to Brittany Grenier here. Well, I don't think you'll be able to hear it. Uh, it's it's uh, 
just a very, very deep voice, very deep voice. And there's no denying this is a dude. And, you know, why hasn't this made news? You figure this would be also out there as well, because let's tack on the trans thing for the uh, intersectional minority bingo. I mean, that's that's part of it. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's where we're at. It, this was a definite lopsided trade. So again, I go back to my initial my initial point of when people say, "Well, what was what were they supposed to do?" Nobody. Well, yeah, yeah, nobody. It doesn't mean you have to make the deal right now. Merchant of death. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he kills people. <laughs> Could you think of a more? We're getting a basketball player. Like, are you a, kidding a worse me? Name? Oh my god. <laughs> well, hey, who's oh, after you? The merchant of death. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. You better well, go into hiding. I will say this, though. At least now the WNBA can stop crying because they finally got the attention they've been looking for. That's <laughs> about all there is to yeah, it. Finally, people watching. are starting to talk about you, but it's not because you're good at shooting. It's just that we trade you for people that are good at shooting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Laugh, you fuckers. It's funny. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I appreciate right. that. Well, hey, if you're not following me on Twitter, it's Burke 1775 Go give it some love. We appreciate that because, again, it helps us out. It's a direct line to the consumers of the podcast. You guys are freaking incredible. And also, um, uh, I don't know who this Juan Burke guy is, but, again, Burke 1775 just J-U-A-N-B-U-R-K-1775. This guy really knows his stuff. He's on fire. For being an, illeg- an illegal immigrant, like, he is really in touch with American politics. It's crazy. He, he just says some very off-the-wall, yet very truthful stuff. Yeah. Got to respect that. Spot on. Spot on. Got to respect that. At least he has the cojones to do that. I mean, the balls to do that. Yeah. Ole. Ole. Again, that is Juan Burke, 1775. Appreciate that love and support. All right, we're going to keep going with the news. Um, all right. So for those that don't know, last night... On Twitter, Twitter files numero dos dropped. Twitter files one dropped, I think, a few days ago, and basically outlined and described the uh, the levels of depravity the Twitter employee group went to to censor and silence people, specifically regarding the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, Elon released these files that were also manipulated by that FBX FBI guy, the lawyer they fired. He went in there and deleted a lot of evidence, which again they should he should be brought up on charges. They should sue him for that is destruction oh, yeah. of of. Uh, property company property whether people realize it or not it's true and then twitter 2.0 or twitter files 2.0 last night or version 2 rather part dose um he said it went straight to voicemail oh it did oh my bad hang on hold on he's gonna fix it god josh what the fuck okay all right all right he's gonna try again i got it should have Amory calling in. I'm going to let Amory know that we are definitely uncensored. He can say whatever the hell he wants to say, and I think he's absolutely going to love that. All right. Amory? Yes, this is Victor Bout. <laughs> What's going on, brother? I am very good now that I am free. <laughs> so what are your plans? Now that you've been freed, uh, there's just a lot of people that seem to uh, care more about a gay black athlete than you. So what are your plans now? Same plans I have every day. Keep it keep in mind, keep on keep in mind, bro. We're on Rumble. We're uncensored. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say over here. They're not gonna ban us, they're not gonna censor us, so you can really speak your mind over here. Okay. So <laughs> okay. he's like, when do I not? Well, you won't get banned, right. so that's a great thing. But no, what are your thoughts on what's going on with Brittany Grenier here? I did a little video about it, and I think that my point can be a bit mis- misconstrued mm-hmm. because I, I I kind of went into the identity politics of it all, which I try to stay away from. But I, I think it's absolutely 100% true. Uh, I know it helps, too, that she is, you know, a 
more probably essentially more well known than the two teachers in the Marine that are still over there. Of yeah. course, you know, she's, you know, in WNBA, even though we make fun of it and stuff, I mean, it's still, you know, so I think that plays a small part, but I also think there's almost like the, the press secretary provides <laughs> it, it's because she's there because she, not because she's qualified because she's black and because she's uh, gay and that, that she's marginalized. Yeah. And it just, it's, it's a virtue signal of all virtue signals. So yeah. I think that Brittany Griner is free now and not the Marine or the other two teachers because they're white, they're straight, they're not stars. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like uh, with Karine Jean-Pierre, when she talked about it yesterday, she literally said at the end of her interview that, you know, Brittany Grenier is more than an athlete. She's black. She's part of the LGBT. And it's like, so? Like, I, yeah, I was talking to Josh. Did she really say she was black? Yeah, or people of color. Same thing. It's That's like the, the liberal version of saying she's black. All right. So that, that's the funny part about that. It's like, just come out and say it. Come yeah. out and say it because they, they try. didn't realize and, that was the most important person. Uh, well, they try and generalize all the minorities so they can come together. So if you, you say anything about one, then you're saying everything about them all. And that's what they do. That's how they're very conniving when they, when they do this. They're very slippery little snakes. So, but my point, Amory, is that I think we're looking at this the wrong way. Because if you and I are going to do a trade, that trade, and I think in both of our minds, needs to be that we are giving and receiving something of similar, if not equal, value. Well, anybody can take a look at Brittany Grenier and compare it to the Merchant of Death and say that's clearly not the same and that's not of equal value oh. in terms of how bad this guy is. And I'll be honest, when people try and bring Trump into it, it's like, why didn't Trump do anything? Because to be frank, this Marine and the teachers, they don't compare to the Merchant of Death. So there should be no trade until Russia brings something much more uh, valuable to us to the table. And I'm sorry, releasing this guy that is responsible for killing Americans in the Middle East. No, I'm sorry. And it sucks that these Americans are in jail in Russia. But again, we can't be continuously let ourselves get screwed on the international stage because I think this sends a very telling message to the rest of the world that, hey, if you grab one of our black LGBT celebrities, we're going to bend over for you. Yes, yes. We, we don't negotiate with terrorists, but unless you have a marginalized, oppressed victim of our country, uh, yeah, I agree. And, and I, I would have never, let's say that I, I was, it was the King administration, I would have never in my life released or negotiated with uh, Victor Bout. They would have been completely off the table. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not, uh, he doesn't play in the fucking Russian NBA league or he's not a golfer. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's a high profile terrorist, essentially. You know, he's funded wars, you know, and yeah. No. Well, it doesn't surprise me, though, because I, I really feel like well, Biden, again, is going to slam dunk with this to where he's trying to win back more of the black gay vote. Right. Well, something that I want to just I want to step back just a second because you were talking about um, because they're black and not white and things like that. Man, it was like one of these rappers. I think it was Waka Flock, Flock of Flame. I think it's his name or Whiskey, like a, one of them. Sounds like they a Sesame just, Street character. It does. It's fucking <laughs> retarded. I don't even I couldn't name one song, but he had a great point. He said, when I travel overseas, he goes, the only place that has white people or black people is America. He mm -hmm. said, when I'm overseas and you see a white person, you're like, okay, where, where are you from? Like Australia, England, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Russia. When you see a black person, you're like, uh, where are you from? You're from uh, Senegal. You're from Sudan. He said, only in America is it white and black. Because I'm, I'm not white. I'm Irish Scottish. Mm -hmm. And, John, I think you're Irish uh, as well. Yeah. And so, I mean, when people say white, I mean, there's Russian, Slavic, German, Russian. Like, we didn't just. Yeah. I don't know, dude. We didn't just sprout from a clan meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I heard when you rub two crosses together when they're burning, it basically an Amory King pops out or anybody on the Republican I, side of the house pops out. 
I've heard the same shit. <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> it's when one when a mommy clans member and a daddy clans member love each other very much. That's no, ridiculous. But no, you, you make a very, very good point. That I mean, let's take for example, and we've discussed this previously, is where why do we say African American? You're they're not from Africa. They're from America. No, they're, they're black Americans. So when, when I say, you know, we don't say Anglo-Saxon. We don't say Anglo-European. We don't say no, white I don't call Irish. I'm an Irish American. I just, I, I, you well, know what I'm saying? I, I'm an American. Right. And I see black people as an American. Anybody who's here, like there was a comedian way back in the day. He was a Russian comedian. He said, I can't go to Australia and become Australian Russian. Mm-hmm. I can't go to Africa and become African Russian. He said, you know, you know, I can't go to Germany and become German Russian. He said, but I come to America. And he goes, I am Russian American, American Russian, whatever you want to paint it. But and and that's true. And I'm, you know, so I'm I'm proud to be an American. You know. Yeah. Well, it definitely feels like a lot of the left is trying to just really tarnish uh, being an American. It's like they're so ashamed of the atrocities that America has committed in the past that they want to just hold us all to that standard and say, this is what America is. We're not a good country. It's like, well, you show me this utopia that does not have blood on its hands. Yeah, like it well, doesn't exist. Uh, not do China. Do China. Well, when I watch the midterms and I see people voting blue in this fucking economy where I can't get any fucking baby formula and I can't afford gas and groceries are double. I'm looking at this and I'm like, we have a retard problem. People are fucking. I can use the R word all oh, yeah. retarded. Oh yeah. But how in the fuck are people still voting blue? It's a fucking cult. It is. I mean, well, I mean you know, to be fair, it's the same reason people are going to vote Trump no matter what. It's the same on yeah, both well, sides. Yeah, well, there's some loyalists out there, man, and yeah. uh, you know, you kind of. I'm a big. I was well, I was super big Trump guy, and you kind of shook me from that because you were like Trump loyalist, Trump loyalist. And I've kind of, and I say it all the time. I always mention your name. I said when people say, "Are you Republican or Democrat?" I was like, "No, I'm more of a constitutionalist." So I would get that from John Burke. John Burke's kind of rubbed that off on me all over my chest and stuff. That hey, you're a constitutionalist, especially between his legs. Yes, he rubbed it all over. Lush titties. <laughs> but if you look at the, if you if you really look at the, and John, you know more about the Constitution and our founding fathers' documents more than I do. I think you're more well versed in that. But if you really look at it, look at the Electoral College and look at the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the First Ten Amendments, our forefathers were fucking geniuses. Yeah, absolute Elon Musk genius. Yeah, I mean, because they, they were literally, uh, they were literally, they not even that many generations prior, they were still uh, being handed down the lessons. Of Puritans evacuating the Church of England for religious persecution. Yeah, well, they these were, guys basically had taken the best of all governments they had seen around the world and said, "Hey, we're going to throw this all together, and this is the best thing we've got so far." And it, it is, as far as how world governments, or excuse me, country governments are, are organized, we've got the best. It's just the problem is we have corporatism that has replaced capitalism. But you're, you're dead on the money, man. They knew what they were doing. You know, when liberals try and argue this idea of how the Second Amendment is antiquated and they were only referring to muskets, well, then let's apply that to the First Amendment and the printing press. It's that that Constitution is a living document. And by order of the Constitution, it can be amended if the process is respected in regards to the two-thirds majority and stuff like that. So in so saying that, then liberals have to acknowledge it is a living document. And it can apply to contemporary situations that we're currently facing, say, for example, with semi or fully automatic weapons. No, the Second Amendment encompasses all because the principle of the Second Amendment is to oppose a a potentially tyrannical government. That's why Joe Biden and the rest of these morons out there keep saying, dude, don't need Kevlar, don't wear Kevlar vest, you got no business. That's because Biden is afraid that those same weapons 
weapons will be used against him and his administration if he goes too far. And that's the fear that the government should have of a well-armed people. So when liberals argue this, what it secretly is, is they're, they're okay with the government leading them as long as it's their government. But when it was Trump, we didn't really see the gun stuff being really brought to the forefront too much. It was more along the lines of like, oh no, we get it now. But as soon as they got the king and power of their, you know, Lord Biden, well then let's get rid of the guns, which makes no sense. Right. Right. It's uh, well, like it's an opportunity for them to to hide behind their fucking retarded leader. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the R word a lot. Okay? Well, we I'm say retarded all the time here, Tim. Yeah. All right. Well, you're retarded for saying that because that's yeah. just a test to see if you're gonna be anti-retard. <laughs> right now, you're being very retardophobic. <laughs> I think that this phobic shit. I think yeah. people have ran out of shit to bitch about because you know what I'm saying. I'm not homophobic. I, you know, I don't I don't care. Yeah. But. That they demonize it. It, it. It's okay if there's some people out there that are uncomfortable with gay people. I mean, are, yeah. are we going to condemn people that are claustrophobic or arachnophobic and afraid of spiders? Like, oh, yeah. my God, you're afraid of spiders. You're a terrible person. Some people are – there are Islamic phobic people out there. There yeah. are transphobic You know, and I'm none of the three, but some people are. And why are we – why do we demonize fucking everything? I thought mental health was like, oh, because I, I said something the other day, and I, it's gonna—I really like it. It's—it's it's basically that I said that Democrats don't have enemies; Democrats make enemies. That's the difference. Because realistically, I, I, there was a time that the conservative party was against homosexuality, but we have definitely progressed in a much more um, accepting direction, a, mo- a much more tolerant direction. And now the the narrative has changed. It's no longer acceptance and tolerance. Now it's like you have to agree with it. And if you don't, you're a bigot. It's like, okay, so now you violated your party's own golden rule that you were trying to shove down everybody's throats now. So now if we don't accept you, we're bigots. But And then it goes into, what if I have a theological belief against homosexuality? Well, you're a Christian bigot. Oh, well, then what about Islam? And then they got nothing. Yeah, yeah, then it's different. Oh, now you're being Islamophobic, mm-hmm. you fucking retard. And that's why, um, just, again, they're at heart, they're contrarians. They back themselves, they pigeonhole themselves into these corners they can't get out of. Because, again, like I said, when you hit them with Islam, well, they can't say anything because then by their own admission and the monster they created, they will get eaten alive as being Islamophobic. Uh, my personal yeah. opinion on it is I think Democrats are continuously trying to replace their, their voters. How so? Uh, well, I mean, my stepdad, for instance, was always a Democrat mm-hmm. and voted for Obama the first time. And then after he saw what a shitty job he did, then he, you know, went uh, the other direction, conservative. Yeah. So I think there's people like him who, you know, he's a construction worker, just blue collar worker, worked hard all of his life, mm-hmm. just believed in the Democratic uh, dream yeah. and just kept seeing how politicians are scumbags yep. over and over again. And finally changed him. And then he became a big Trump supporter. Yeah. So I think they're continuously trying to replace those people who just got sick of the Democratic Party and just their ideology and how extreme left they go, where all of a sudden it's your sexuality. That's the most important thing that we're concerned about right now. Oh, look at Brittany Grenier. They they literally just proved like everybody was narrative. Everybody was against gay marriage until when? Uh, they want, needed more voters. I want to say like in the early 2000s, like conservatives really started to progress more in the direction of acceptance and understanding. I'm talking about Democrats. Oh, oh, fuck, Democrats. It wasn't <clears throat> even until Hillary Clinton. Yeah, because there were sound Maybe 2012 of, yeah, Biden, Hillary, all of yeah. them back scenes from back in the 80s and 90s where they were like, no, like that's gay marriage should not be legal. So, so I think they make these things up like these transgender. Like I don't t- transgender isn't like it was never a thing. Yeah. And it wasn't that big of a deal, especially in youth. Yeah. 
and now all of a sudden you got all these trans youth. I mm-hmm. think you just have more perverts yeah. molesting kids. But I, I think, think it's a fad. I really think it's a fad. I don't think it's a fad. I think you have more adults molesting kids and confusing these children. Well, both can be mutually true. They can. What were you going to say, Emery? I, dude, with all this talk going back and forth, I've listened to both of you, and I wrote a joke in my head. Well, yeah. And I think it's hilarious. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it here for the first time. What do you call a gay black Muslim wearing windbreaker pants? What? A retard. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. Hey, okay, John, look. The midterms for all your listeners out there. Oh, i got to play Texas with Muslim here. We won the House, right? Yeah. And we lost a Senate seat? Uh, what what do we lose as far as Senate goes? We didn't take it back. That's for sure. It's still it, it left stayed it. the same. It stayed the same pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it's fifty one forty nine. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't matter too much if I mean, but going into the twenty twenty four election, Democrats have a lot more Senate seats up. Yeah. So I think they have like so twenty three Senate out, seats up. Right? Yeah. What's up? Nancy Pelosi's out. Yeah, she's out. The- <laughs> yeah, she's out. She's out. She's mm-hmm. gone. She's gone like Hunter Biden's laptop. She is MIA. Yeah. Unbelievable. Have you heard back anything about your Twitter suspension? Dude, I got something that says we're not re- – I almost sent you the screenshot. I'm glad you brought it up. So I got something back from Twitter just randomly last week, and it goes, we are not reinstating your account because you targeted people. I've never done that. I got I the know same thing. Yeah, okay, then you got it's yeah. a huge term of service to use your following against you, but you can't say, all right, everybody, let's go, you know, let's go, yeah. you know, bomb their account with hate or whatever the fuck. Huge thing you can't do. So I said, well, I've never targeted anybody, so I'm still appealing and appealing. And Project Veritas just got theirs back. So I, if they just got theirs back, I think like yesterday or something, mm-hmm. I think they're starting with a lot of more high profile they shit. Are. Yeah. Laura Loomer got on band and like she annoys me. But of a button and it can just, you know, release us all from our, you know, free my people. <laughs> you know, hey, Emery, how many uh, followers did you have on Twitter? Didn't, I thought you were up around like a right million. Oh, 100K. Yeah, he was, he was still alive. Oh, dude. No, let me tell you something. If I was a liberal. Yeah. And was on there spouting hate at, you know, yep. fucking any motherfucker conservative. Oh, I'd have millions. I'd, yeah. I'd be rich. I'd have millions of followers. They, you know, but I went true to myself, and it's apparently that's just against the grain. And so here I am. Just, well, I want you to sit in on this, Amber, if you've got time, because I'm not sure if you've seen the new Twitter files that have been released. Um, as of last night, the Twitter files that released last time basically talked about the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop so story on Twitter with um, high influence from the FBI and government officials saying squish this because they basically categorized it under the um, hacked breach to where if like a hack material was exposed, that violates their terms of service policy, which I this was not a hack. Yeah. yeah, I followed you for that. Well, here's the second one that was just released. Um, this is coming from Breitbart. It says, Twitter files reveals shadow banning other tools used to censor conservatives. A new Twitter files investigation has released the many tools that company executives employed to blacklist and shadow ban conservative voices. The thread posted to Elon Musk's platform reveals that the internal Twitter name for shadow banning is visibility filtering. Released by former New York Times reporter Barry Wise and yet another lengthy Twitter thread, the revelations on Thursday show that several main 
mainstream conservative voices from Charlie Kirk to Jan Bongino were shadow banned by the social media company under the rubrics or the rubrics of visibility filtering or VF. At one point, Twitter even placed Stanford professor Dr. J. Bacharia under the label of trends blacklist for arguing that coronavirus lockdowns would harm children. Per Weiss says, um, Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Take, for example, Stanford's Dr. J. Well, I don't want to repeat this, but um, essentially there's screenshots, Amory, in this Twitter release of the uh, back end Twitter account of, say, for example, Dan Bongino or Charlie Kirk. And you're seeing that they have these people targeted. And, you know, when I see this breaking, it's like, yeah, this is nothing new. We knew this, but at least now we have the receipts. And, of course, in the comments, you still see liberals arguing this, like, oh, because they didn't want to magnify white nationalist hate speech. Uh, of course, that's that's the shield. That's the hate speech. Anything to disagree with, everything should be – it's, just, it's, a, it's a, a made-up word for sense or something. It's, a, it's yeah. a reason. It's an excuse. I'm saying it right. Let me tell you, on Twitter, that I, I don't – my YouTube videos are fucking – stupid all right my instagram posts are pretty fucking retarded my tiktok i'm shit posting i was proud of my twitter i'm a dangerous motherfucker you are to the left people don't get it that's why i was i was begging you create another account like don't wait create another account get back in there because you i swear to god folks uh, outside of james woods when i have to create another twitter which is all the fucking time Amory was the first one I'm going for because Amory goes for blood on Twitter. Like you watch Amory's TikTok videos and your YouTube videos. You've got that, that very good sense of humor, but you've got some fucking cutting edge wit when it comes to your tweets. Thank you. I'll suck your Thank dick you later. I'm already fucking no. I'm playing. Uh, no. <laughs> and, dude, and he's so humble too, folks. I was out there fighting by myself. And yeah. here you come. I'm like, about time, motherfucker. And then now we're both banned. I, I want to make another one, John, but here's the thing. I'm about to get my fourth TikTok banned. I got a warning today. Uh-huh. My Instagram's hanging by a thread. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of going to a bar, and they keep kicking me out, and I keep trying to get in. And at some point, I'm going to a different bar, yeah. which is I've seen you jumped over to Rumble. Yeah. I know you lost your Twitch. I th- I'm assuming you're, you never got your YouTube back. Nope. Man, that is a fuck. How many followers do you have? You got over 300,000 subs, didn't you? Yeah, we were up there and growing. They definitely. Like 320. Uh, they shadow banned us, too. Or I'm sorry. They uh, visually challenged us, or whatever <laughs> the fuck they call out, or the AV. Visibly, <laughs> visibly filtered us. And I never got my YouTube button, those cocksuckers. You owe me a YouTube button, you motherfuckers. Um, no wonder people shoot up your studio. Oh, did I say that? They can't censor me over here. They don't censor me over here. It's great. So I love because now we can I've actually. i to start a podcast, man. The only reason I don't is because. I gotta set it all up. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, Yeah, so you're retarded, is what it is. (laughs) You should. You should definitely do it. But again, the thing that I really like about the whole Twitter thing is that Elon has opened the, he's basically pulled the curtain back so you can see how the inner workings are. But what I think people also don't realize, or maybe they do, is that this is exactly how Facebook and Instagram are. This is no different. Listen, if, if, and I hate to make this so personal Go for, ahead. for me to say this, but I'm saying I've, I had a lot of high hopes when Elon took, uh, you know, with the acquisition of Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then some things I don't like the way he, I'm like, God damn, he just has an ego trip, motherfucker. Like, God, if they don't, if Twitter doesn't reinstate me, and I hate that this come off so personal towards Elon, but I really don't have any respect for him. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I respect him as he's a genius. I love, I, I like the guy. I think he's interesting in life. But as far as like, 
damn dog, I did nothing wrong. Yeah. And, you know, you're kind of my barrier between my fucking free speech now and yeah. and being able to express myself. I know it's a private company, but still. <clears throat> but um, No, I agree. You know, well, I, to I, be I, fair, back, fuck you. I was made aware of the fact that interview, uh, Elon did an interview uh, not too long ago where he said the process of reinstating excuse me, a lot of these accounts, it's going to take a few weeks. So I'm I don't kinda, have a few weeks. That's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like you, though, man. I see him do a lot of good things. He's reinstating these popular accounts. That's great and all. But what about the other, like, small accounts? What about the people with 100 followers, 1,000 followers that literally just being, you know, right of left got them banned? They are, they're just as important. Bring them all back. So it's kind of like to I me. I cannot think of one Twitter account more important than mine. I've yeah, I haven't thought about it. 100%. Well, yeah. Project Veritas be a close second. But no, I'm actually glad that Project Veritas, yeah. hey, they do, they, them motherfuckers put in some work. So for oh, them to man. be unbanned on Twitter is a fucking win for every American. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Twitter is going to take over if Elon continues down this path and he stays true to his word and he does reinstate the accounts and things such as that. This is why I feel like the White House is getting involved. They're trying to go after Twitter is that number one, Elon has got so much dirt on world politicians, not just American ones, but he basically has back end access to all the political corruption. Because even in these Twitter files, point two that came out, there is clear. They said it is confirmed there was election meddling and tampering. There was manipulation of information. They were suppressing conservative politicians. This has been proven true. So it's like, okay, Republicans that now have the House, what are we doing about it? Yeah, that, and they could read all of your uh, <clears throat> DMs, DMs yep. too. So no send the dicky pickers <laughs> on the Twitter. So like, uh, huh. Anybody that sent a message well, through I, Twitter I, I, is obviously a retard. Yeah. Well, I know that Elon said that he was wanting to make Twitter, you know, obviously the town square for public opinion, things like that. Also, he was going to add banking. Yeah. A few other things. Yeah, kind of like to make it like. Um, All in one. Uh, like, you, okay, look like this. So so Instagram or YouTube starts, uh, or excuse me, Facebook starts a, a live thing. And then Twitter, I don't know who chronology did it first. Then Twitter does Periscope. Mm-hmm. And then YouTube does like whatever some one app does. One app's like, okay, I'll do it, but I'll do it better. They yeah. they all kind of do the same shit. You you see how it goes. Yeah. And but he's trying to make Twitter for banking, for this town hall, this and for create bring creators over there and monetizing and shit. Yep. Man, this would save my life. Yeah. I went from making eighty thousand dollars a month, and I was making about ten of that on YouTube. Dude, I'm lucky to make four hundred dollars a month on YouTube. Yeah, and that I'm John. You're making zero off YouTube, so I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I got to knock on wood over here. That's why like, come over to Rumble. Rumble. Here's the other thing: that you don't, as long as you don't call for anything that breaks the law, they let you post whatever you want. Uh, I've got contacts in Rumble. I'll definitely connect you if you're interested, and you can post all your videos I there. One. You told me to, and yeah. um, and I um, I don't like it. If that makes any sense, I don't get. I don't. It. And maybe I just need more time to sit you on do. there and mess around. You do, yeah. Um, it's kind of complicated at first, but once you figure it out, it's easy. Like you just, it's it's a different user interface, and they're in their infancy. They're growing. They're working on a lot of stuff. But the the biggest thing for me is like they don't censor people. They don't limit your following. It's it's what you post is what you post. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, we honestly, all, dude, what's we, the alternative? Just, what's the alternative at this point? Well, we got. Well, you're already doing that. And the cool thing is, you can import all your YouTube videos. You can import all your YouTube videos over to Rumble. Yeah, but I do it, what, one by one? No, no. You just, you literally link your YouTube account to your Rumble account and it does it for you. 
Oh, really? Yes. Everything gets transferred over. I should have done it. Monetized. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got to build your following over there, though. Yeah, but I don't need a following. I'm already a superstar. Oh, super retail. <laughs> so what's on the agenda today? What are you going to talk about? Hey, well, you just got 700 reviews on this show, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, over 700 uh, great reviews uh, from people listening to the podcast, and we're really appreciative of that. It's crazy. There's a lot. That's a fucking lot, lot. Well, the next article, uh, if you want to stick around, you're welcome to, because the next article we've got is, uh, um, let me finish the Twitter files one. Uh, They said, uh, you remember that doctor or that, um, oh, her name's Vijay J or whatever her name is, the uh, Twitter. Black woman? Yeah. Yeah, there was talk speaking out and said you can have ivermectin or one of those things would help. But she's like, she treats that shit all the time. No, no, this was uh, Twitter's Vijaya Gade, the head of the legal policy and trust. Uh, remember when she went on Joe Rogan and said, no, we're not censoring anybody. And she basically, her and the rest of them lied through their teeth. Well, Wasn't she- Wasn't Tim Cast on there with her? Do what? Wasn't Tim Cast on there with her? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, they said, we control visibility quite a bit and we control the amplification of your content quite a bit. And normal people do not know how much we do, said one anonymous engineer, which two other Twitter employees confirmed. Um, Twitter denied that it does no such thing. In 2018, Twitter's Vijaya Gade, the then head of the legal policy and trust, and Kayvon Bakepore, head of product, said, we do not shadow ban, they added, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. What, me, what many people call shadow banning, Twitter executives and employees call visibility filtering or VF. So that's their way of, like, dancing around that. It's like it's the same fucking thing. You just call it something different. And that's what, that's what I love about liberals. Like, you split hairs, but you know you're wrong. You're like intellectually dishonest, and that's why I hate debating liberals. But it continues. They said, think about visibility filtering as being a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It's a very powerful tool. One senior Twitter employee told us, VF refers to Twitter's control over user visibility. It used to it used VF to block searches of individuals' users, to limit the scope of a particular tweet's discoverability, to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trending page, and from inclusion in hashtag searches. This was also done on Facebook because I had like 600, 700,000 on Facebook. I could make a post and maybe 10 people would see it. This shit exists and they censor and they pull this stuff down. They did it with the Hunter Biden laptop story. So yeah, they could have been a private company at one time, but they're not. They have government protection under Article 230 until that's done away with, until they go off public trading platform. They are public companies. Therefore, these well, people here, should be taking... Problem. Go ahead. Uh, see, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, excuse me. Elon Musk has openly said that he was going to shadow ban accounts that were spewing yep. hate. You saw this tweet. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so now I'm hoping it's something that somebody's on there like, you know what? N-word, N-word, F-word, F-word. Okay, yeah, I don't want to fucking see that. Yeah. But I mean. So, but all you got to do is really, block that. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's why there's a block button. I agree. Yeah. I, I can block that. I don't have to see that shit. Um, or I can put in keywords. Okay. I don't want to see all this. Yeah, but that did concern me, too, when I saw Elon say that because he talked about, um, yeah, we're going to limit the reach of people that have, like, hateful conduct. Like, well, Elon, what's hateful conduct? Like, you're literally, you're going back on what you were saying you were going to do. He's not a free speech absolutist. I mean, nobody really is on social media. You can't be. You have to have terms of services. But even still, these terms of services can be common sense approaches and making people aware of, like, when you come on this platform, you're going to get exposed to some very different opinions, probably offensive opinions, and it is on you, the user, to block and mute the conversation 
conversations of people you don't want to see. And I think that's perfectly fair. But when you make Elon Musk the arbiter of what is classified as hate speech and what is not, I mean, the, the age old saying goes like one man's hate speech is another man's religion. So what gives him the right? So that's you, you bring that up. You bring a very good point there. It's like I am concerned that Elon is not going to stay true to his supposed free speech absolutist views. Yeah, because I don't think that he's going to like, you know, I'm going to use me as an example. I don't, I think that he would consider me hate speech. That's my fear. No, I don't think so. I I don't think so, man. I've seen him uh, actively engaging with the likes of many big conservative accounts out there that the left does consider white supremacists, white nationalists, which clearly not true at all. But the fact that Elon's interacting with them, your content is cutting edge, but it never crosses the line in the realm of actual proof of always a white supremacist or always an actual racist. There's a difference in like cutting edge humor that actually makes some really good points versus somebody say like, you know, Ilhan Omar saying it's all about the Benjamins and clearly being anti-Semitic. There's a difference there. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Well, listen, I'm going to get back to the kiddos. I appreciate the invite online. This has been amazing. I want y'all to continue on where y'all were before I rudely interrupted, but I got to tell y'all one more thing, John, can you please, please start being nice to liberals? And I'm going to tell you why you want to know why? Why? Not nice to pick on retards. <laughs> I knew it was something retarded. <laughs> I knew. I'm out of here. Y'all have a good show, baby. Later, brother. Thanks for calling in. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Amory King calling in. You can go follow him on Instagram. Look up Amory King or The King Has Spoken. He gets banned so many times. He's like me. This guy has some really great humor. He was the one that used to do the, uh, I think, the early 2000s videos on YouTube about the Chevy, Chevy Silverado. It's like because of like hauling loads, not taking them. <laughs> just, he's a really it's hilarious. He's fucking great on Twitter. I hope he goes back. I, I told him, I was like, dude, you and me on Twitter would fucking kill it. Would kill it. But uh, all right, moving on. In regards to the Twitter 2.0 files, the next article is Stanford's Dr. Bacharya, excuse me for mispronouncing that, Bacharya, uh, says, I want to know if the government officials told Twitter to blacklist me. They have directed censorship before, which if you have government involving itself in free market enterprise and trade to silence opposing viewpoints, what is that called, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm. Come on, folks. This is this little teaching moment. Daddy Savage, sit down. I'm going to teach you something. What is this? What is this called when government gets involved in free trade or the likes of MSM or social media to pressure and influence people to be silenced and censored? What What is that called? Um, communism? Nah, it's it's related to close closely. It's one of those effects that comes as a result, if not before. Fair. They're all the same thing. Fash. Fascism, communism. Fascism. Social. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. I think it feels like that is a violation of the First Amendment. If the government is getting involved, that is a direct violation of the First Amendment. Now, if Twitter themselves, without any government interference, chose to censor, that's on them. But there's government involvement that is saying censor that, that's fascism, and it's against the First Amendment. Yeah. That is 100% accurate. If Twitter did it on their own, that's not a violation. But when the government comes in and says yes, because remember, it's the government, those amendments are written geared towards, the government is not allowed to do that to you. I thought they had went in front of Congress and had to testify about this stuff. That doesn't mean dick all. They get up there and they lie through their teeth and then nothing happens. Lying to Congress is against the law. Yeah, but what happens to them? Steve Bannon gets six months for like basically saying, I'm not going to appeal the subpoena, no. Yeah. Or I'm not going to adhere to it, so it gets six months. But you got these other douchebags, like the Zuckerbergs and the rest of them, they saying, no, we're not doing it. And they are. You lied to Congress. I'm sorry, but I used to, I thought that that was perjury. You're under oath. And then when you lie about it, shouldn't you be brought up on charges? 
You'd think. I mean, this is a pretty big deal. Yeah. And then when you got like the likes of the Ted Cruz and everybody's like, haul him up to Congress to testify, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. You just get sound bites. You don't go after him illegally. So I'm sorry. And then you start to see like these NFT stories break when you come to find out that it was both parties ta- on the yeah, take. Yeah, here. It was uh, 2018. Yeah. Says he goes in front of Congress and says Twitter does not. Uh, let's see. Let's see. When uh, asked why Twitter suspended conservative commentator Candace Owens for mimicking New York Times reporter Sarah Jung, he argued it would uh, make business. It's in here somewhere. He, he did. I mean, they, they lied. Yeah. They freaking lied. So to continue, well, let me know when you got what you're looking for. On Thursday's broadcast of Fox's news channel's Ingram Angle, Stanford University professor of medicine, Dr. Jay Bacharia, said he wants to know who placed his Twitter account on a trends blacklist. Uh, Real quick, to push pause on that, Libs of TikTok made a post last night and tagged Elon because somebody posted Libs libs of TikTok back-end view of their account, and it said virtually challenged, virtual shadow band mm-hmm. and it said it was still there and so they tweeted out was like elon look at this it goes and he responded like looking into it now so a lot of these bands a lot of these limitations they're still there yeah they're still there so elon how many people are still working there over three thousand, right yeah but so, elon literally just came out yesterday and said we are going to make it to where you can see your account status and he's saying this also so people can have a direct look at the back end of their account to say, this is what's happened. This is the reason why I'm whatever. And I think that's the right approach to take. I do too. To simply say, if you, yeah, you are being shadow banned and here's right. You tweeted this or you said this. That's fair mm-hmm. because now you're telling the user what they did as long as it basically complies with the common sense terms of services. This is not that complicated. This is really not that complicated. And by the way, the, um, the gay joke I made on my other Twitter account, they're not going to let me have it back. Apparently, you can't even have that. It's like, so there's still a lot of the old moderations that are still in place due to flagged words and such and the order of said flagged words. So just be careful when you're on Twitter because, again, I lost an account. I was up to like 1,500 followers and I lost that one. So I'm, bam, growing it back again. What Thanks. was a joke? Uh, we're not streaming on Twitter. Yeah, the dude that talked about, like, he was talking to uh, one of my followers that's gay oh, and said, right, you know, okay. why do you follow the same party that wants to stone gay people? I was like, I'd love to stone gay uh, people yeah, with right. shell shock CBD products like Delta 8. So it's a play on words. Yeah. But apparently Twitter has no sense of humor. The algorithms are very boring, much like Ben Stein's sense of humor. Yeah, I so, think the, uh, yeah, he still pr- probably got a lot of the extreme left. I mean, <clears throat> he does, but I think he can do a better job going out there and announcing, yeah. saying, hey, we're working on this. Please be patient. It's going to take some, and maybe he has. Maybe I'm missing it, but um, I will give him that. But on Thursday's blab, Meet the Nation, Ingram Angle, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> uh, Dr. Medicine Jay Bacharia said he wants to know who placed his Twitter account on a trends blacklist, especially since a lawsuit by the Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry has produced evidence of government officials telling social media platform what to restrict. Bacharia said, and I really do wonder how I ended up on a I joined Twitter in 2021, August 2021, who told Twitter to put me on a blacklist. I really want to know. He added, I suspect very strongly that there was some government direction of this. I've been involved with this lawsuit brought by the Missouri and Louisiana attorney general's offices against the Biden administration. And we've uncovered we've uncovered tremendous evidence that there were federal agencies that were directing social media companies about what to censor, even who to censor. Uh, now, if that is actually the case, that this blacklisting was directed by the government against American citizens, that's a direct violation of my civil rights and a direct violation of the First Amendment, and every American should be outraged. He's not wrong here. He's not wrong. He's on the money. Again, 
And this is what I love about it. The Democrats will sit there and say, how many people got killed because of the misinformation that the conservative right you know, pushed out there? Now, it's like, what, what, what misinformation are you talking about? Like, it was proven ivermectin can work. Mm-hmm. It was proven that you said the natural hormone stuff can work. Yeah. And now more and more evidence is coming out that the vaccines are not what they're claiming to be. And by the way, there was more evidence that came out and said they didn't test the vaccinations on many different demographics to include pregnant women. They had literally admitted this. And still, you brainwashed sheeple, you still echo these same talking points to the left. Because again, it's not about actual intellectual integrity. It's about basically being a contrarian. You just want to counter the right. Well, you know what? Then die for all I care. Take the jab, get your heart attack, and fucking keel over. Because if you're so stupid, you want to walk off that cliff because your Pied Piper Biden is leading you on using your hatred of the right and how racist you think we are and how we're pushing out all this misinformation, yada, 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 then fucking go die. I don't give a shit. Adios. Get the jab several times. Elizabeth Hurley made that post on Instagram and was like, oh, she's wearing a stream bikini. And the caption is, just got my second booster. I feel so great. I hope you fucking keel over with a heart attack, you stupid bitch. People are still wearing masks. They still wear masks. There's stores that have uh, masks recommended on the outside of them. Dumbasses. Just dumbasses. Did y'all not get the memo? Man, I, I know it's anecdotal, but I don't know a single person that died from COVID. I know there were some. I know there were some. But to the extent that they were saying that there's millions of people dying, I, I don't see it. Nobody in my circle. And trust me, I got a very, very wide circle. Uh, now, I'm not saying people didn't die, but it didn't seem like this virus or this, this this virus was nearly as deadly as they painted it out to be for my demographic. No, I, and by that, I mean heterosexual white retards. I, I had knew a couple people in my family that passed away that were died they, from it. So I Were mean, they out, but of, out of shape or overweight or anything. My uncle was uh, close to eighty. Uh, right, yeah, and, you know, and he had some underlying conditions. Bill there. Gates came out and said and that it actually targeted the elderly and the extreme a, youth. Yeah, a cousin who was—I mean, she was only fifty, mm-hmm. but I mean, overweight. There you go. Yeah, but it's—I mean, it was a serious. Uh, yeah, it's a serious virus. Yeah, and just like the flu or anything else, but. How they went about this stuff, it definitely seemed like it and was just... And come to find out, uh, this was man-made. They yeah. made this in the Wuhan lab. The evidence is there. They said they made this. And it definitely makes me wonder, is this part of the depopulation plan they had? By I mean, if you hear... Now, here, oh God, I know I'm going to jump into conspiracy theorism pool is here. Is it a conspiracy when Bill Gates gets up That's, in front of a TED Talk yeah. and talks about using a vaccine to depopulate the Earth? And I don't who, think. It's, and I who don't does think COVID a, take out the elderly, yeah. the overweight, the sick? Because if you're wanting to depopulate, well, then you take the weak ones out first, and you let the strong survive. Yeah. Is it possible this was rigged? Was this? A, yeah. I'm. I'm not sitting here saying it's not. But damn, dude, it's like the breadcrumbs are leading you to the end point, which is uh, yeah. maybe, and maybe there. And here's the other part. Here's the other part that's crazy, folks. If they created the COVID, they do have a vaccine that works. I you guarantee. Because, yes, if they release this on the world, wow. look at the people like Joe Biden. Didn't kill him. That's because he got, like, the weakest version. You know, I would almost guarantee you that they no, pump those stupid assholes full of hydroxychloroquine, Probably, ivermectin, yeah. remdesivir, yeah. everything. Yeah, I could see that. You know, I think, uh, who, I forget who it was. I remember it was Dr. Shiva was talking about, uh, I think, Chris Cuomo and all these mm-hmm. other people. All right, no, is that it was that... Uh, black doctor from Houston that was telling everybody to take hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And she was calling out uh, the Cuomo, the uh, news anchor one. Yeah. And uh, Chris Cuomo, I think. Yeah. She's like, he was talking about having really bad nightmares. And that's one of the side effects of hydroxychloroquine is having very vivid 
nightmares. Mm-hmm. So she knew just from that little bit of information that these people are taking hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And there was emails going out yeah. from WikiLeaks that we saw that said that doctors were stocking up on uh, yeah. hydroxychloroquine. That's why the government tried to step in and ban us. Yeah. That's another reason why, again, when the government tries to ban something, it's probably the best thing for you. Yeah, that, ma- that mask that they had you put it, so you'd shut the fuck up. <laughs> Here, That's put the sock in your mouth. It's going to help the spread of, uh, help the, you, you know, yeah. prevent the spread of misinformation by putting the sock <laughs> in your throat. It's fucking ridiculous. They know it didn't do anything. Yeah. Fauci said it himself several times. Bro, I'm to the point now where I kind of, I sincerely hope that like vigilante justice takes over because we're not getting any justice. It, it's not happening. No, being herded. I, yeah. Until the people rise up in one unanimous voice and take the arms. Yeah. This shit, I mean, bro, we could literally take this country back and do away with all the COVID bullshit. Um, and by the way, uh, we're going to get to this article, but apparently um, Republicans uh, compromised on a few things. It's some tit for tat uh, trades with the Democrats. And apparently the vaccine mandates in the military being lifted. They sh- As they should never have been imposed. You hear that, Dakota? The same guy that you shook hands with, that you said an incredible human being, he's responsible as well. He I didn't know. stand up and go against it. He didn't stand up for the troopers. Nope. Nope. They're too Worried about their pension. Oh, yeah. How they're going to... Got to get a job at Raytheon. That's it. That's all these people... I mean, I I guess I get it to a certain extent because it's... You know, when you put... When you take somebody's livelihood Mm -hmm. and put that in jeopardy... Yeah. Then you got a wife and you have kids and you have bills and all this (laughs) stuff. And then, you know, they're going to make you do this stuff. Where you can't say I was just doing my job. That's not an excuse anymore. I know. but You got the cops doing the same thing. The cops up in New York City, the NYPD that sat there and they freaking they stood outside these restaurants and shit like that. And they closed them down. No, I think you're right. You put yourself in that position and take that job. Then Then you've got to. That's mm -hmm. a big responsibility. 100%. You chose to violate constitutionally protected rights. And no, again, the premise of this pandemic it was not a worldwide thing to where they make it sound like. It's like all the, they, again, dude, they have manipulated the data on Twitter. They, they blackened out the stories that basically had life-saving information, all because of a narrative, all because of a narrative that was spun and they wanted to protect it. And people died. You're elderly, they died. Those that you put in the, the nursing homes that you couldn't go visit, they died. That's how little they care about you. That's how little these world-rich elites care about you. Until people start realizing that, like we're gonna we're gonna see this over and over and over again. And let's continue with this. Elon Musk calls out Sussman Perkins Coy for attempt to corrupt a presidential election. Twitter owner and CEO Elon Musk called out Democrat-aligned law firm Perkins Coy LLP for its alleged attempt to corrupt presidential election through its role in Russian collusion hoax during the 2016 race. Now, remember, Elon even said he did not vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. So Elon bringing this to the public's eye, I don't think that's favoritism. I think that's justice. I think that's fair and transparent justice as it should be. There's uh, Amanda Milius tweets this out. She said, there's a lot more to full transparency, just re-Russiagate, than getting rid of Baker, but it's a big step. See vids and you'll understand why it's not being posted by cash on Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk responded saying, Twitter isn't you can per- isn't using Perkins Coy. No company should use them until they make amends for Sussman's attempt to corrupt a presidential election. This is Elon Musk, and he's got all the files that support this. Yeah. He just needs to continue releasing all this information. And I hope he's got some really good security. I hope he's got some very good security because they're going to come after him. He will be one of those that, and they will make no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They will try and take him out. Yeah. They will. And no one's going to know who did it. But we know it's someone in the Biden administration. It's Biden himself. Yeah. Take him out. He's going to release all this information and watch. They take it out and watch them attempt to try and nationalize it. 
Wouldn't be surprised. And then all that information just goes away. Or a more likely approach, the government's going to try and cut a deal with Elon. They're going to try and cut him a deal. Behind the know. scenes, like, hey, if you don't uh, if you don't release this information, maybe we can get you some tax subsidies for your, uh, you Under know. Under the guise of national security. Yeah, exactly. I Just watch. They, Just watch. They probably do. Like, If Elon can't. starts to back down, you're going to know why. We'll see. Taking your calls, folks, over everything we've previously discussed, the number is 214-817-1689. Again, the number is 214-817-1689. Um, after Elon admits that, in 2017, the Washington Post exposed that election attorney Marky Elias, who was then at Perkins Coy, hired the opposition research firm Fusion GPS using money from the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Convention to find dirt on then-candidate Donald Trump. The so-called dossier that resulted manufactured by former British spy Christopher Steele was the basis for the collusion hoax and was also used by the FBI to justify its investigation of the Trump campaign. Got a call. Go ahead. Are you there? Hello? Hey, what's up? Yeah, man? this is Brittany. This is Brittany. <laughs> I don't appreciate you motherfuckers talking shit about me all the goddamn time. Brittany, you, you, sound, you, you sound very country. Head. You sound very country. I tell you what, I'm from Texas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where are you from? Texas. Would you from the fucking... Hood or something? You think you're fucking cool over there talking shit about me while I'm in prison? All right. <laughs> Brittany, you sound very masculine. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> The so-called dossier that resulted manufactured by former British spy Christopher Steele. This is a Steele dossier uh, for the collusion hoax was used by the FBI, blah, blah, blah. The FBI continued to cite this dossier when it sought surveillance warrants from the secret FISA court, even after it knew that the dossier was fraudulent. Mm -hmm. Good grief. Good grief. They knew this. They knew this. They knew this from the very beginning. Yep. And they, all these idiots, all these pundits... Pounded on it. PP tape. Russian collusion. Yep. Adam Schiff. I've got proof. I've yep. got proof that there's Russian collusion. Oh, my God. Schiff is the biggest Eric moron. Eric swallows well. <laughs> we got him. We, we got, got him. him. We got him. Over These, and over. Yeah. Got, like, not even investigating a crime. Investigating a man looking for a crime. Yeah. Because they didn't like the election. Yep. The same thing with Elon Musk. Elon takes Twitter. And what happens? The government wants, start to, wants to start conducting probes. But the funny thing is, right now, Elon's got a steel gate. He's got a steel gate the government can't get through. It's like, look, I control it now. You have no you have no persuasion over here. You've got no power. I have it all. Yeah. These and that's why they be... instantly tried to a worldwide like character assassination attempt went after Elon. White supremacist, white nationalist, white this, everything. Every playbook, every rule in the playbook that liberals have, they are using on Elon Musk right now. All it is to simply discredit him and accuse him of spreading misinformation. That's yeah. all it is. In in reality, it's like, look, he's showing you the emails. He's showing you everything. And here's the other thing, folks. And people's like, what stops him from lying? Because he could get sued into oblivion if he was. Yeah. And that's why you're going to see a lot of these Twitter employees not file lawsuits for defamation or libel. They won't because it can be proved. Mm-hmm. Not once since the release of the first Twitter files have any lawsuits been publicly declared against Elon Musk for spreading lies and libel and slander, which cost people financial uh, hardships. You know, the only thing that happened to the Clinton campaign is that they were fined. They were fined, yeah. By the uh, FEC. Yep. For hiding their payments to... That's it. That's it. That's all they... And look what they're doing to all these other politicians. 
Bro, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. These are the scum of the earth. How they are allowed to stay in office is just baffling. I mean, they have to have Satan himself over on their side, like calling the shots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These people are just. I just don't get it. We got any more calls coming through? I'm opening up the line, guys. (laughs) Hang on one second. (laughs) That was a very, very Southern Brittany Grenier. Never heard her talk like that before. That was very interesting. We got one coming in. Hold on. Oh, boy. So that'll be good. All right. Hello? Are you there? Uh, hello. It must be a wrong number. Sorry. Are you calling the All-American Savage Show? <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should, should I answer it a different way? I would. I would just say this is the All-American Savage Show. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hang on. The All-American Savage Show. Can I help you? Hello? Uh, I'd like to speak to John, please. You got him. John, hi. This is Brittany Griner. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I don't appreciate the way you boys are talking about me. I'm a goddamn American hero. I'm a proud black tramp. I mean, lesbian woman that's fighting the good fight. And I'll tell you motherfuckers one thing. If I find you two on the street, I'm going to clap those cheeks. And oh, by the way, that hobo chili recipe, he's a whole fucking skin. Later, bitches. Oh, man. Brittany Grenier is really upset with us today, apparently. Uh, she's, uh, whew. Man, we're getting an earful from her. Him, excuse me. Her, him, him, her. I, I forget which. Man. Uh, my bad. Sorry about that, Brittany. I, uh, you know, if you, if you, oh, maybe we should just link up and just, you know, fuck it out or talk it out. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, my God. We got another one. Oh, good Lord. What are we, what are we getting ourselves into? Apparently, Brittany Grenier is a very big fan of the show. <laughs> Go ahead. Start at the beat. Are you there? Hello. Yeah, hello. Go ahead. You're on. Well, hey, I, I'm fairly interesting seeing what you guys have been discussing. Hold on a second. <laughs> what do you say? I said it was really interesting what you guys have been discussing. Hold on a second. I think he meant to turn off the radio, but I think he, he ended his call. Oh my god! I love it. I love our audience. Let's try one more. Hang on. Try one more. Oh boy! Apparently, Brittany Grenier is a big fan of the show. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> we got another one. Number is 214-817-1689. Does anybody actually want to talk? Does anybody actually want to talk? Oh, my God. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, my God. Well, um, Matt Damon's at it again. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Report, you remember the woof woof guy, the nuclear energy disposal um, degenerate that uh, likes to spank people and tie them up with ropes and wear dog masks and shit and got busted stealing the luggage? Oh, it happened again. Yeah, I'm not lying. Uh, Gender fluid Biden official Sam Britton accused of second luggage theft. Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your suitcases. (laughs) 
Openly gender fluid Sam Britton, the MIT grad who joined the Joe Biden administration earlier this year as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the U.S. Department of Energy, has been accused of stealing another woman's luggage at the airport on top of the previous accusation. Investors with the 8 News Now revealed... On, or investigators with the 8 News now revealed on Thursday that Britain has been accused of stealing from Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas, and a felony warrant has been issued. A felony a warrant has been issued for Sam Britton, a deputy assistant secretary. Sources told the charges for grand larceny with a value between $1,200 and $5,000, records show, reported the outlet. The outlet provided no other details of the allegation beyond what initial sources revealed. Sam Britton was charged with a felony last month for allegedly stealing a woman's luggage at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport on September 16th. The theft reportedly occurred when a woman arriving from New Orleans went to the baggage carousel only to find that Sam had peed on her luggage, saying, uh, it's now mine, bitch, and then ran away. No, not really. That's not what happened. Because, um, you know, the whole wolf wolf thing. Okay, we'll move on. Only to find their navy blue Vera Bradley roller bag was missing per Alpha News. Now, what he did was illegal, but why are you stupid enough to travel with a $1,200 suitcase? Because you're fucking stupid. Anyway, law enforcement at Minneapolis uh, St. Paul International Airport were alerted to a missing suitcase in the baggage claim area on September 16th. The adult female victim said she flew into MSP on a Delta flight from New Orleans and went to retrieve her checked bag at the carousel. Okay, something's not adding up. Why do you have a $1,200 suitcase and you're flying Delta? <laughs> I couldn't hold back on that one. I'm sorry. Um, and we already know about this. This was the one, then this actually, again, happened in September. It broke the news, I think, last week or the week before. The female victim who estimated the bag cost 2325 confirmed to police that the navy blue bag, blah, 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 blah. On October 19th, police questioned Britain about the bag, and he took, and if he took anything that did not belong to him, Brent reportedly responded, said, not that I know of. What, what are you talking about? This guy's a complete psychopath. These, these degenerates are mentally unhinged. Two hours after the interview, Britton then allegedly called the investigating officer, admitted to not being completely honest. According to Britton, he mistakenly took the navy blue bag due to him being tired from his trip and got nervous when arriving at his hotel room. He realized that the bag, the bag belonged to someone else. Yeah, I mean, that happens to me all the time. I, you know, I fly a lot. I travel a lot. And, you know, I, I find that when I get out of airports, I don't like waiting for my bag. So I take a roughly $2,000 bag from somebody else off the carousel and go yeah, from there. I feel like uh, he may be lying just because. You think so? I don't think so. If there was another bag that looked like that <clears throat> bag, yeah. then that other bag might. Yeah. You know, she'd be like, oh, that's my bag. Wait. Yeah. Weird. No, I did, I, he's, he's just a psychopath. Not knowing what to do, Britton allegedly told police that he left the woman's clothes in the hotel room drawers and took the bag with him anyway in order to keep up appearances. Britton has allegedly not returned the bag to the female victim, and police said no clothing was recovered from the hotel room. His first court hearing is scheduled for December 19th in Hennepin County. New York Post confirmed that Biden administration placed Britton on leave about a month ago following the accusations. Would you fire his gay ass already? Good grief. The only thing protecting him is the fact that he's a degenerate. That's all there is to it. Come on, folks. And that gorgeous red lipstick. That gorgeous red lipstick. This is the only thing protecting him is the fact that he's gay or whatever he is. I don't know. That means you can't make this up. This Biden administration, you hire some real winners over there, Biden, buddy. Good old Sleepy Joe. This, the pictures of this guy yeah. posing in women's clothes. But Biden loves that. 
And you know, deep down, Biden his racist heart is like he's freaking gay boys, blah, 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 blah. but you know, they like there, Joe, those balls. Joe, we gotta hire them, we gotta use them because why? We gotta get the votes, we gotta get the gays and the blacks to let. Oh, look at Brittany Griner. Let's check off those two. And trans, bingo. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. I got, I got you a new secretary. <laughs> Hide your luggage. <laughs> Good Lord. It's ridiculous. And again, this is what affirmative action gets you. This is exactly what affirmative action gets you. Not people that have quality of character and merit to their names, but instead they focus more heavily on, again, sexuality and race. And this is why you get pieces of shit within the military, pieces of shit within your administration, not saying that all people are like that. But if that is your metric of hiring somebody, then you're going to get a lot of pieces of shit. Makes sense to me. So, you know, hey, I, we need a new uh, sales representative for Shell Shock. Well, you know what? We're going to hire somebody. Well, who are you going to hire? Well, someone that's black. Well, well, wouldn't you want to hire someone that's good at sales? No, 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 just just black. Black and, and if they're gay, even better. If I can get a black gay lesbian, oh, my God. Would you be comfortable wearing a dress? Oh, with red lipstick? Count on it. Do you have any sales experience? Nope, it's okay. The fact that you're gay, black, and wear red lipstick, that'll more than uh, make up for your lack of sales. Check, check, because, by God, check. we've got diversity at Shell Shock. It's fucking ridiculous. Huh. Well, Kristen Cinema out of Arizona. You remember Kristen Cinema? She basically put a big kibosh. The bisexual. The bisexual. Yeah. She put a big kibosh on the whole big spending plan Biden was trying to further advance. Well, Kristen Cinema is now leaving the Democratic Party and she is going full on independent. Folks, that's what I'm saying. If we're wanting to win these fringe voters, this is the way to do it. These are the people that we should be going after to try and be more inclusive enough into the GOP to become a little bit more libertarian-esque. Bring these people over. And at least we can acknowledge the fact we're not going to agree on several minor issues. But the major, the major issues, I feel like we more than willing can get enough, can we, we can agree upon. Yeah. I, I think that we can. I feel like there's a lot of things that we can essentially come together and say we have a lot of commonality between us. Let's join forces on this. And that's why I think if the GOP will progress a little bit in certain areas— they can be insanely more effective while still protecting your Judeo-Christian values. Yeah, that's not off the table. I think I think a lot of the uh, the Bible people they don't they don't seem to realize that by progressing, it's not putting you in more danger of losing your ability to worship, but instead it's protecting it even more. I just don't think they get that. But Washington, uh, Kristen Sinema, decisions to lead the Democratic Party reshapes the dynamics of the 2024 Senate race in Arizona, creating fresh obstacles for Democrats to hold the seat in two years. Sinema's announcement Friday that she will become an independent prompted fury and told you so reactions from her Democratic critics who vowed to fight to win back the seat in 2024. Sinema's office said she will continue to not um, attend meetings of the Democratic caucus because intent, but intends to keep her committee seats assigned to her by Democrats preserving the 51-49 Senate balance. Well, you know, Cinema should just go ahead and do it. Like, come on, stop. Yeah. They already hate you, Cinema. What are you waiting for? Don't think that you're going to soften the blow of hatred from the Democratic left. No, you're already ostracized because, again, like I said, Democrats don't have enemies. They create enemies. They, you, they have just made you their enemy. That's all there is to it. So don't, don't wait. Concede now. Just say, no, I'm done. I'm done with the DNC. I think Flip she it. is. Uh... Well, she said she's still going to retain... Um, 
Keeper committee sees a signs to her by Democrats preserving the 51. Uh, while Cinema won't yet say whether she will run for re-election as an independent, independent, the prospect shakes up the dynamics of the race. If she runs, it could mean a three-way battle between a Republican, Democrat, and Cinema as an independent. And if Cinema, who despite being a regular headache for her party leader, remains ideologically closer to Democrats than the GOP, pulls more votes from Democrat-leading voters that could pave the way for a Republican candidate to win in 2024. Uh, I'm not. I don't think Republicans would vote for her. I don't. But I think that she could potentially split the Democratic vote. I mean, if she as far as for primary does something good, I, I don't know. I mean, what did she say here? Uh, Sunim said uh, I've registered it as a Arizona de- Independent, and I know that some people might be a little bit surprised by that, but actually, I think it makes a lot more sense because a growing number of Arizonians and people like me just don't fit into one. Uh, box yeah yeah so the same party that says don't put us in a box don't label us love labeling you and putting you in a box yeah so Uh, and then she has her own peers saying statements like this saying i'm not surprised but i'm shockingly disappointed at how awful she continues to be (laughs) said michael slugoki a an outgoing vice chair of the arizona democratic party yeah you know and that's what i love about it if you have a difference of opinion than me like especially this is economics this is this is like economics this has nothing to do with culture nothing to do with abortion it's economics and they crucify her for this, for having a fiscally different opinion. Yeah. And, oh, she's awful. Character assassinations. I'm surprised they've not went after her bisexuality. I know. And they're the ones who brought it up in the first place. It is, First yeah. openly bisexual, which Congress. Yep. And yeah. now that bisexual disagrees with you. She's bisexual. Oh, my God. That's crazy. They were for it. Now they're against it. Now they're against it. And she's truly awful, folks. She's truly awful. Uh, well, this is gonna user or viewer warning beware. Uh, graphic: Mexican lynch mob hangs gunman from tree. Yeah, this is real. A lynch mob in Mexico targeted two gunmen who had just killed a local politician in recent days. The mob managed to capture one of the gunmen who they beat and stripped before hanging him from a tree as local police watched. The case took place recently in Cardenas, Tabasco, where I'm not making that up. I'm not making it. Cardenas Tabasco. <laughs> Made <We're>, me hungry. <laughs> it's spicy over there. Muy caliente. Where two gunmen shot and killed Armando Villegas, a former delegate for the municipality. Locals captured on cell phone video a few seconds of when the unidentified gunman hung from a tree. I'm going to play this for you. Be advised. User discretion. This is graphic. So you see them. Um, there he is hanging from the tree. You see the local cop literally just walk by. They've hung this dude. He's, con- I mean, again, this is vigilante justice. Cops know. They said there was a mob. They couldn't, they couldn't stop this. Uh, they caught one of the gunmen. The other gunman apparently got away on a motorcycle, and they strung this dude up right then and there. Now, this is what's dangerous about it. Mob vigilante justice can sometimes turn very wrong very quickly. People at mass, when they're very angry and upset, are very easily manipulated. Now, here's the other thing. Um... I know we already know like Mexican cops are insanely corrupt, but uh, this mob and there's other videos that you can see where they're basically um, there he is being dragged. They've already they're dragging him by his throat or with a rope. They've stripped him. They beat him. Um, this dude's like damn near dead already. He's probably unconscious. He's laying there. He's still trying to move. He's like struggling for air and oxygen. But this is the same guy. And you might feel bad when watching this, folks. But this is the reality of life and the world. This guy just killed somebody. He shot him point blank, a local politician. And so, eye for an eye, law of Hammurabi. And it works. It really works. So, it's do you just, think that would be a deterrent for people in the future that will do this stuff? Like, uh, if we get caught, we're probably going to get yeah 
beat up pretty bad. They're probably going to hang us from a fucking tree. They're going to lynch us from a tree. Do you think some of that stuff just kind of, I don't know, people got a little weak in the stomach when we stopped going out and hunting our own food? Yep. I was kind of thinking about that because we went out there and we went hunting. Yeah. I mean, the the trackers that are with, I mean, they took those deers, put Mm -hmm. them up and skinned them and cut them up and everything. Field dressed them, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I was like, hmm. That's what really, they do. You have to re- have a real stomach to do that, but oh, I yeah, think you, if do. you do that but all you, the time. You get used to it, yeah. You, you see something like this, and, you, mm-hmm. and you're like, you, you know, sensory adaptation. Yeah. And you get used to it, yeah. So. My first time seeing it, like, whoa, and then you you do get used to it. Yeah. It's just like okay, and the smell, a smell you never get used to. It's just nasty, especially if you like gut shot them, which you don't want to do. Yeah. But um, no, I, I, you're right. America lost its stomach because we got a little created, soft. We got very soft because of the freedoms we provided. We took for granted, and we became very, very soft, mm-hmm. mentally weak, physically weak. We and we encourage and endorse the wrong things in society. We put no faith or we put no value on strength, mental, mental strength. Instead, we now try and glorify obesity. Mm-hmm. We are trying to glorify the wrong things. And as a result, this is what America has become. America used to be the land of the free, home of the brave. Now we are the land of the mentally weak that cries in cry closets that have trans people that cut off their dicks (laughs) and demand that they're the opposite (laughs) sex. This is what America has devolved to. And quite honestly, I'm fucking ashamed. I'm ashamed of this country. This should never have been tolerated. It's disgusting because now they're going after the kids. Yeah. America. America. They're going after the kids. I almost think if. I don't know, getting back to farming your own, making your own food and all mm-hmm. that stuff would kind of harden people up a little bit more, make it more dependent America, on themselves and less uh, yeah. dependent on America needs to go, go through some them. hard times again. We need, we have, we're going to have to go through some hard times, honestly. And I'm, it's, it's, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I think America is eventually going to fall. I really do. Maybe not in our generation, maybe not the next generation, but if we continue going down this road, America will fall. Or we already have Putin not afraid of us. And if Putin ain't afraid of us, China sure as fuck ain't afraid of us. Who do you think would fall first? Uh, London or like England or the United States. I mean, because hmm, England is pretty progressive right now. They with are their leadership. And it seems like most of the people there are on board with yeah. whatever the government does. I just don't know. Unless it's you like know, here where it's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, I don't follow British politics, so I couldn't really tell you. I just I don't see to the level in England what is happening here in America. I know it exists, but is it to Be- the same level? Because over, you know, you can't have a weapon, right? Yeah. You can't have a gun. Cops yeah. don't even carry guns. Yeah, because they're pussies. Yeah, uh, so yeah. there's a lot more restrictions I over say, there. I say, boy, could you please stop and return that? Yeah. So it does not belong to you. I, I am a bobby. Huh? <laughs> stand down, Sal. I say, stand down. Oh, well, since All you right. put it that way, old chap, yeah, I, I shall be returning this. I apologize for my delinquent behavior. Uh, much, many apologies there. I don't get that. I'm sorry. I just think criminals should be in the dirt. Yeah. I do. I think we should go back to the old ways. I really do. Because now you've got everything so inundated in legal battles and shit like that and all these appeals. It's like, look, dude, if you're a convicted pedophile, you should be dead. Yeah, if somebody, if you, if they found it back in the day, back in the 40s or 50s, done. They would have grabbed them, took a branch off a tree, yeah, whip the hell out of them. Mm hmm. Take him out of the woods, put a bullet in his head, and bury him in a shallow grave. Who gives a fuck? Let the dogs and the wild animals have him. And again, that's because criminals now have rights. Yeah. We uh, criminals are no longer afraid to go to jail. That's just, just not a big deal anymore. They use jail as a means of welfare. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, hey, some sad news here, folks. Uh, Trevor Noah, black comedian who I don't find remotely funny. Um, not because he's black, no, because he's a liberal. Anyway, 
Trevor Noah exits The Daily Show a total failure. It's gone. It's going away. Just just wasn't funny. It's not funny at all. Like, I will concede that there are Democrat comedians that are liberal comedians. They're funny. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're fucking liberal, but they're funny. Rarely because they, you know, they really hamstring and and handcuff themselves because of certain things you can and cannot joke about. I don't know. Who? who? What? Some, Some liberal comedians. Oh, man, I have to look him up. I mean, I see him on TikTok all the time. Would you say Ricky Gervais? He's not no. liberal, is he? No, I don't think he's liberal. I don't think he's Dave Chappelle? No. I, well, you know, I think they're moderate Democrats. They're not progressives. They're, I think they're the old version of the Democratic Party. And I think that, by and large, from them being and having those stances now, it's pushed them more independent. Yeah. And Ricky Gervais, I love that dude. Like he he's makes hilarious. Some, he's hilarious. He makes some really good comments. And that dude ain't got nothing to hide. Because when he did that Oscar speech, he's like, he talked about all of you at Epstein Island. He's like, you can't get mad at me. He's like, you all knew. I'm he's like, your I, friend. Yeah, he's your friend, not yeah. mine. It's like, damn. I love it though. Like mm-hmm. that was amazing. But Trevor Noah exited the Daily Show Thursday night, leaving tens of people wondering what will they do without him, <laughs> <laughs> and 329,000 people asking who. The Daily Show, Comedy Central, none of that rings a bell. Yeah, me neither. Noah replaced Jon Stewart as Daily Show host in 2015. Stewart was also a ratings failure, gathering only a little over a million viewers every night. Folks, to put that in context, the the TV show I was on, American Gret, we were getting about 1.6 to 2 million live viewers per episode. That's up against Jon Stewart. That's up against Trevor Noah. And ours was not even that famous of a TV show. Fox put no ad spend behind that TV show. These dudes... Normally, guys, if it's a 1.5 and that one and the the numbers like two, three, four equal live million viewers. So one rating is you got live one million live viewers Two, you get it. Um, the fact that it was a one, 1.5, you're canceled. You're not getting another season. But I wonder why they did. I wonder why they did. Got a lot of seasons. He was just so terrible. It was horrible. Yeah. And Stephen Colbert, like, dude, even like a man, Samantha B. Amanda B. Yeah. A uh, feckless cunt. She was so horrible. Yeah. Because I think liberal comedians like Amy Schumer and the rest of them, they try so hard to overcompensate in a man's world by being more masculine. And people are just repelled by it because traditional values, I feel, apply a lot across the board. They don't like seeing women trying to be masculine. It's not cool. It's not appealing. It's not attractive. It's like, ah, my name is Amy Schumer. Look at my pussy. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's, yeah. it's not funny. Margaret Show, another one. It's like, no, I just don't find you very funny. You're trying too hard. Yeah. But there are other comedians that I find insanely hilarious. I hate to admit, but Sarah Silverman used to be one of them. When she made uh, gay Jew jokes and stuff, dude, I fucking died laughing. But yeah. now, oh, hell no. And speaking of Silverman, listen to this. Um, Trevor Noah doesn't have anything lined up after this, he apparently says. Uh, well, I can hardly believe that. This phenomenon, this superstar, this voice of a generation doesn't even have a bigger gig waiting in the wings? Go on. This seems absurd. Why, after Jon Stewart left The Daily Show, he directed a feature film that no one watched, uh, signed a lucrative deal with HBO that was canceled before it premiered, and is now hosting a show on Apple TV that attracts about a tenth as many viewers as Trevor Noah. If a good dog like Jon Stewart can benefit from left-wing affirmation action, why not Noah? The good news is, though, that these 
these tens of Daily Show fans will still be able to enjoy their, their cherished program. Already, Comedy Central has lined up a series of has-been guest hosts who are even bigger failures than Jon Stewart and Trevor Noah. Serial groper and disgraced former U.S. Senator Al Franken, Chelsea Handler, who is so awful Netflix canceled her, Leslie Jones, who I'm told is only funny when she falls down and gets hit by a cream pie, John Leguizamo, who should be replaced by Al Pacino for the lulls, and aging comedian Sarah Silverman, who's become as uptight as Margaret Dumont. As you can see, the Daily Show legacy will continue. It's legacy of failure, but whatever. Bye, Felicia. Is that really their list of yeah. people that they're bringing yeah. in? that's who they're bringing in. That's more like the, and more a stable leftist, of yeah. losers. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't pick a worse lineup. Bro, I'm telling You're you, like how terrible do and we want to be? To top it all off, bring out to the show next Casey Anthony. It's like, are you serious with this? Even Democrats, yeah, aren't watching it. You know how video killed the radio star. Uh, Democrats attempted to kill comedy. I mean, they attempted to kill comedy and we're going to bring it back over here on this show on Rumble. Oh, God, we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring in the dark humor, the shit that you couldn't say or make jokes about before. You got to like the way you feel. I guarantee it. Yeah, I see Al Franken start popping back up on Twitter. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, sucker. You you're going to go out and grab some boobies later on. Yeah. Huh? My, how the left loves to forgive their own when they get oh, yeah. called out and they try and cancel them like James Gunn and the rest of them. It's a temporary cancel. Yeah. It's a temporary cancel. Well, folks, so that does it for today's show. It is Friday, and we are, oh, man, I'm glad it's Friday. I'm so glad it's Friday. So here's the deal. Um, we are still offering code Jolly. Saves you 25% off of the samples of ShellshockCBD.com. If you've never tried our products, now is your chance. A sample pack is like, what, four, five bucks? Yeah. 25% off of that, and you cover the shipping. And did I mention that our, our gummies, the full bags, come with a gummy back, money back guarantee? If they don't do as we advertise them to do, you get your money back, folks. Go try it out. Again, this is ShellshockCBD.com. We really appreciate your patronage and supporting the show and the podcast every time you share and you go live a good, you go leave a good review on iTunes or Google and things like that. It really helps boost us. So again, we cannot thank you enough and we'll see you bright and early back next week. We got guests coming back, Jessica Harlow. She's going to come back on the show and we're going to talk about um, toxic femininity and toxic masculinity and really delve into the dating weeds as far as what you can and cannot find attractive and just some other great fat phobic bullshit. So she's going to have for some unique perspective on that. And then we also have another special guest I'm lining up. I'm not going to announce him just yet, but uh, hopefully it comes through. So anyway, that concludes today's show. Go give us a like on iTunes. Leave us a good review. You got anything to have, my man? Yeah, you guys have a great weekend. And as always, stop stealing people's luggage, you fucking degenerate. <laughs> And a pistol that shoots as a wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls little talking, we'll go for a walk as a hope.